Blog Talk Radio. Somebody on the way um, to come on here and uh, kick it with your boy for this hour or so. We we got a good show lined up right quick. We're going to be discussing some very, very, very important things. And um, But before we get into that, we want to go into our birthdays, you know, celebrating our birthdays today. You know, um, my auntie's birthday is coming up. My auntie... Regina Lawrence. So I want to wish her a very, 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 very happy birthday uh, coming up. And I love you, Auntie. And all of those who are celebrating wonderful birthdays, because it's great to be seen and not viewed. You know, for those who are still in the land of the living, and if you live to see another birthday, that is a wonderful, 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 wonderful thing. Amen, amen, amen. But we want to get into also, just like we got life, we got death, and we at the Fat Cat Show want to send our heartfelt condolences 
uh, out to those who have lost people. And unfortunately, you see the picture on my screen. This is of um, of my brother, my brother from another uh, Dion. His name was uh, Dion, man. My 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 guy Dion Emery, man. We we were more we were brothers, man. We did music together and all that, and and man, this was a good brother. He tragically lost his life. I just found out about it. Um, two days ago, and uh, he was tragically taken from us on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, hit and run. So um, he was. It happened over there on Greenfield, Greenfield in um, Plymouth, I think they said. But if anybody have any information on that, you know, just uh, uh, call the police, and um, because we're still looking for the person that um, tragically took. Um, my guy's life, man. So, um, continue to uh, rest in peace, uh, Dion. Amen. Um, but anyway, we we wanna we wanna get into uh, our show. I mean, how's how? What is the best Valentine's Day gift that you see that you can get your your loved one? And I've been drinking this Pepsi, so y'all got to uh, excuse me because I might have the burps. Um, excuse me, right there. Um, what is the best Valentine's Day gift uh, do you, did you, that you received or you get given to your significant uh, other? Um, or is there some out there that subscribe to the fact that Valentine's Day is for women and Sweetest Day is for men? Um if you have any of them facts, you know, if you want to discuss any of that, you know that number. That number is 646-564-9728. And you press that one if you want to um, conversate with your dog. But um, but personally, you know, we, me and my wife, we have been, you know, we call ourselves so-called celebrating you know, certain days we don't hang it over uh, each other's heads because we do have kids and stuff like that, and 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 sometimes, but we try our best to kind of um, put things together in place for each other. But we don't we don't hang our head on um, a day if we can't really commit to the day because uh, we have a lot of other the responsibilities and things to go on. Like, you know, we got to make sure um, all the functions of the church, we support the church um, financially and stuff like that. And we just got so many other like ventures going on that we're that we're trying to build. And we don't want um, a day to be held over our head like like this is um, the makings of, you know, the backbone of our relationship is days like Valentine's Day and Sweetest Day. But my wife knows that, you know, I love her and um, I cherish her all the time. I say, man, I can't walk and chew bubble gum without my wife. And I'm thankful to God that, you know, I have her and, and I appreciate her. And because, um, man, I had to go through a, a hell of a journey to even um, be able to get to uh, the wonderful wife that I have. And I, 
I really do appreciate her more than she may know it. I know all the time, you know, I I ain't good at showing it all the time, you know, but that's just the nature of me being a man sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of, you know, I'm not the one to too much hold, you know, wear my heart on my sleeve, but, but I try as much as I can to let my wife know how special she is to me. So I'm hoping that everybody is out there doing the same. If you got somebody special in your life, let them know how, how they, what they mean to you. Let them know, you know, how you, how they, how you feel about them and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. We, um, we got to put love back in love, you know? And I, I think a lot of people, you know, forget, forget about that. You know, it's more to love is work. You know, you just don't, uh, say, okay, uh, let's get together. I love you. You love me. And, uh, just let the rest figure it out. No, love is something that you have to work on. Love is something you got to build upon, you know. We just can't, you know, just just relax on it, you know. It's unconditional, yeah, but true. Anything that you, I, I was just saying this today, anything that you love, you got to fight for, you know. Anything that you love, you got to fight for. And I and you know and I, I'm just appreciative of what I got. Amen. Amen. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I just you know I might. I don't know if I'm alone in here or whatnot. Or uh, how are you spending your Valentine's Day? What did you What did you do? Did you take your loved one out to uh, to eat? You know. Well, you know the corona. This corona, this pandemic done changed a lot of stuff. So um, did anybody prepare a nice dinner at home? Or, you know, are you enjoying some, some a candlelight, champagne? Then I know some people say they spend, you know, they make their kids a part of their Valentine's. Some people are probably spending the first Valentine's Day alone because their uh, significant other might have passed away, you know, in my heart. Uh, felt condolences are going out to you, you know. Um, if this is your first time um, spending Valentine's Day as a widow, you know, a widower, uh, whatever it is, you know. Um, I'm hoping that that uh, that you can uh, get past your grief because I'm pretty sure um, whoever you were with um, don't want to see you. Uh, you know, sad and lonely and stuff like that. And because life goes on and unfortunately, you know, and people pass on and, um, we have to, we have to live the best that we can, can live. So I don't want to um, gloat on that too much. Um, but I want to know, um, um, in today's, uh, news, I, I'm, this, this happened last, uh, month. Uh, about our boy Ludacris. And it was very ludicrous what he did uh, last month when it came to his beans uh, being stolen. They initially listed as a carjacking, like he was carjacked. But it seems a lot to me that um, Ludacris, our friend Ludacris, um, 
gave up his right to drive that Benz because he chose to go to an ATM at night, leave the keys in the car, and let it run while he went to the ATM mysteriously like he didn't grow up in the hood, like he didn't know that somebody was might be lurking in the middle of the night, like he got to all of a sudden get cash out of an ATM by himself, like that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. This it sound like it sound like somebody trying to pull an insurance job to me. That's like total negligence. Who does that? Who goes to an ATM, leave a car? I mean, I don't even. If I'm going to the trunk, I don't leave my my keys um, in my ignition. You know, if I'm leaving anywhere from that um, that driver's seat, and you know where I have to step away from it, I'm not leaving my keys in so somebody can hop in and take my car. That's just not happening. That's not sensible. And being the person that you are, you know that everybody knows who you are. You know, everybody know who Luda is. You know, unless you you know just a uh, somebody that's 90 with, you know, in de- with dementia and all that and just don't know, just not in touch with the world. Everybody know who you are, you know, and that just don't sound right. Then you, not only did you go to the ATM and leave your keys in your car, but you stepped away, didn't even pay attention to whether somebody was going to steal it or not. You just was total negligent to the point that you said, that all you know, you saw the car riding off. So you didn't even see nobody lurking up towards the car. You didn't even pay attention. So you forfeited your right to have a, a being. But they did say they found the beings. But all of that just did not sound right to me. You know, maybe I, I try not to be judgmental, but I try to use my common sense and my spidey sense, like Spider-Man said, you don't feel right on that. That just really doesn't feel right. Somebody that really, you know, when you get nice things, unfortunately, I don't have the the luxury of being rich. But I know when I have nice things, I like to protect nice things. And I like to be responsible with nice things. And one of the things that I will not do, and I never did in my life, was not protect my valuables. I never left them in a place where, you know, they would be compromised. And this is one of those things. But uh, if this sounds fishy to you, like it sounds to me, maybe you want to comment on it. Maybe you want to call your boy up. And that number is 646-564-9728. Press that one if you want to comment. I want to know who out out there with me, who listening and uh and what's happening? I'm still waiting on my dog. I, I see he, you know, he still hasn't um, chimed in, and this is very, very, very strange to me. But um, hopefully, we can get him pretty soon in here. This thing is just, you know, because this is actually a delayed show because we. Um, I've been having, I don't know, how many out there have been having problems with uh, internet? My 
my internet has been buffering and stuff like that. So it caused it caused me to cancel a lot of my scheduled shows. Um, in in order, I had to really fight to do this show um, today. So I had to keep uh, rescheduling this show and and pushing it back and pushing it back because um, this internet has really been acting crazy. And uh, my the the excuse that I got was that there's still a lot of people home and everybody is streaming and and all of this. Well, they need to get on their stuff and do do something different. Um, my my question behind this Luda thing is, what is the silliest thing that that you did that you know you had no business doing? What is the most silliest thing that you did? that you know would resort in a certain action or uh, a certain ending that, you know, that you wasn't surprised with, but you did it anyway. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, um, I would, I would say, um, uh, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back. Oh, uh, when I was young, uh, I was on the playground and uh, we was jumping this ramp. We was jumping this ramp and they kept putting the ramp higher and higher. Now, I'm, I'm very, very surprised because even as a kid, I was very scared of heights. I, w- I was really, really scared of heights. And they they had put this ramp up so high. And um and I went, and I had to be the first one to try to jump this thing. And um, and I went, and I took off, and I hit that ramp, and I went up so high that, you know, I didn't land right when I came down. Like, I tried to land, like, with the back tire hitting first and then the the front tire hitting it. But what actually happened was, my weight leaned forward and I ended up, I ended up like uh, popping a willy on the front wheel and it flipped, rolled over. And man, I, I was covered in all kinds of bruises and gravel. And I knew it wasn't going to be a good outcome, but um, it, uh, it happened anyway. And I think another, another bad thing that, that happened with me was, um, was I had a uh, oh yeah yeah but by myself tonight um, uh, I was supposed to had my guy um, uh, Wallace on here but uh, unfortunately he not here but uh, what is what is some of the uh, silliest things that you that you did a silly thing that you did that you know you had no business doing and you got the outcome that you expected. You know, and that could even be a relationship. That could be that relationship that that person that you knew you had no business uh, uh, messing with, but you mess with them anyway, and 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 you got the outcome that you that you really expected. And and can you really blame no the person or yourself for just you know getting yourself into that situation? Um, I had another. Uh, a bad experience before, and um, and, and this happened when I was quite young, and um, uh, and I had I was real good friends 
uh, he must be cooking Valentine's dinner. I don't know. I don't know. But he was, he told, I talked to him before the show. He said that he was going to be on here with me, but I, I don't know what happened to him. But, um, uh, I had another silly uh, thing that happened to me when I was young. And, uh, this happened. I had, it was a guy I was cool with and he had some brothers, right? I, I didn't know too much about these brothers, but, uh, one of the brothers came in and he, he came, knocked on the door and he asked me something like, can he use the restroom or something? And, you know, being gullible, being a kid and being gullible, you let him in. And, and I let him in the house and he, and what he did was he went, my mother's room was right by the bathroom door. And what he did was my mother used to keep a lock on it. You know, one of those chain locks where the door pushed halfway open, but my mother had some cash on the inside and he had reached in, you know, without me paying attention. I was think I was playing a video game or something. And he had reached in there and grabbed the cash and left out. And when my mom came home, she noticed the cash was missing. And so I put two and two together that it was this this guy that took it. But it was that was kind of something that I didn't expect, you know. I didn't really expect to, uh, to happen. But it's a lot of things that we do that uh, that, you know, we later think back on like, man, that was that was so stupid of me. And I think that's one of them. I don't know if uh, Ludacris, Luda, it, like, intended for this this certain thing to happen or or, or what. You know, Janine, did you have any um, uh, situations like that, things that you uh, know you shouldn't do, but you did it anyway, and you you it resorted in, in the thing that you thought was going to happen? That's my question. And uh, anybody out there that's listening right now and want to comment, that number is 646-564-9728. Press that one if you want to comment. Excuse me, y'all. I got to gotta have me a little taste of Pepsi. I don't drink it that much. But um, said, what did he do? Oh, uh, Ludacris, he, he, uh, last month, Last month he um, he went to an ATM. He got out of his uh, bins and he left the keys in the ignition while he went to the ATM to get some cash. And somebody jumped in his ride and took off. And he didn't see them until the car was pulling off, meaning he wasn't even paying attention to uh, the ride. Or maybe he was doing an intentional insurance job. I don't know. I don't know what goes on the mind of people. I don't know if he, you know, uh, I know uh, Luda had to be a hood dude before. I know he was a hood dude before and know that what dudes do. So evidently, if your car getting jacked, you in an area where you know dudes jack cars. So it just didn't make no sense to me. So I don't know. But I'm I'm not gonna get off into that long. Long. We got six minutes into um, the main topic of today, and I was really hoping that uh, I had one of my guys at least to 
to break this topic over uh, with me, but uh, I want to I wanna get into this one real quick. Excuse me, y'all. Whenever I drink Pepsi, I get to, I get to belching. Excuse me. And, um, of course, we have a, a Republican uh, c- candidate for governor, uh, Austin Chain. This, this kind of threw me back, uh, threw me for a loop. And he promises that to cancel Black History Month if, if he's elected. And uh, in his comment, he said, I'll cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. Now, what in the stupidity is this dude talking about? Um, the stupid Cupid McNupid this dude is talking about. I just, you know, um, he. I know he's from Nigeria, and I know um, they experience a lot of, uh, you know, Africa experienced a lot of uh, racism, apartheid over there. So I don't know um, some Ameri- some foreign people. They have a different perception of racism and um, when they come to America, because pretty much um, most foreigners can come over here and and have decent lives more than they do in their own countries, their own uh, home countries. And so I think their their view is uh, totally different of America than uh, established uh, minorities that are already here. And I think that's uh, the misconception. I don't know if this is really, you know, him being dumbfounded or, or the fact that he just using this to, because, you know, being a Republican and, and, and evidently he must be a Trump supporter uh, or he's using this ploy because he know that, um, that he would get a, a lot of white votes you know, behind him. I don't know if this is a ploy, but this is something really that I wouldn't play with, you know. Um, I really do. There's a there's a lot of um, history and things that have been done uh, to black people in this country, and there's still battles that we're fighting, and, and it's, a, it's enough to already be opposed by um, different races when it comes to our history, our rights, our freedom, and, and all that. But now, you know, when you have uh, somebody that's uh, among your own that that is making it even more difficult, that is put into a position where uh, they can help us make a change, but they use it to... Uh, to spearhead a different type of movement and knock us back down off the pedestal. We already lost the right to um, a couple of years ago when we lost the right uh, that um, uh, 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 what was that doggone thing they took from us uh, where they had, they had to hire, they had to hire us. What was that? Affirmative action when we lost um, affirmative action and then uh, now we can't even have 
you don't even see uh, what already happened to our history and and they give us the shortest month. February is the shortest month already. And, you know, and now you want to help take that away? You know, next thing you know, you be saying, let's get rid of Martin Luther King birthday and all that. I, I just, I really don't don't see it. Then you go to the point of saying every, every his, what, what history are, are our kids learning when they go to school? They already not learning their history unless it's being taught uh, by us in our home. So um, this is a, you know, I know my my kids when it came down to American history, um, when they learned about Dr. King, and and this was funny, uh, well, to a degree, but I I asked my kids, I said. Uh, they said, Daddy, do you know about Martin Luther King? And I said, yeah. I said, what do you know about him? And they said, he had a dream and he got shot. They didn't know about all the other, like, uh, things that he accomplished and his positions and his uh, doctrines, his degrees and stuff like that. All they know is he had a dream and he got shot. You know, and, 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 and that's bad. And I, I kind of felt bad like that. So now... I make sure that I try to implement black history into, you know, their learning. And um and I just, you know, that's just something that I want to get out of my chest. So uh, th- this guy, man, I I, I want to say what I want to say, but I wouldn't be uh the minister that I am if I if I said it, but I really want to tell him something. But I'm going to save it anyway. But um, what I do want to to do at this point, um, I did have a Black History uh, thing that I that I wanted to uh, share because uh, last last uh, month we did, I mean last year we did a lot of Black History facts, and uh, this is one of um, the Black History facts that I want to uh, share share at this moment so uh let me get that going fred allen hampton was born august 30th 1948 in summit illinois he was the youngest of three children born to francis and iberia hampton he grew up in maywood illinois in high school he excelled in athletics as well as academics he graduated with honors from proviso East High School in 1966 and later enrolled at Trenton Junior College to study law. Hampton was very active in the civil rights movement. He joined the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People and quickly gained a leadership position as head of the Youth Council for the organization's West Suburban Branch. Using his organizational skills, he gathered hundreds of Proviso East students and successfully lobbied city officials to create better recreational facilities and improve educational resources in African-American neighborhoods. In 1968, Hampton joined the Black Panther Party, which was headquartered in Oakland, California. Using his NAACP experience, he founded the Illinois chapter. Using the Panthers framework established in their 10-point Panther program, Hampton established a community service project 
that served hundreds of residents daily. Everything would be all right if everything was put back in the hands of the people. And we're going to have to put it back in the hands of the people. This included free breakfast for school children and a medical clinic that offered free treatment for patients. Hampton himself taught political education classes and organized a community control of police project. The president has to go through six weeks of our political education before we can consider himself a member of the party, able to even run down ideology for the party. Hampton's Illinois Black Panther Party offered a number of additional free services, including busing to prisons, daycare centers, clothing banks, and ambulance services. They also pressured landlords to ensure that furnaces and boilers were repaired and working properly during winter months. Even at the young age of 21, Hampton was extremely influential. In 1969, he persuaded Chicago's most powerful street gangs to stop fighting against one another and begin to work together. Holding a press conference, Hampton announced a non-aggression pact between the gangs and formed what would be called the Rainbow Coalition, a multiracial alliance of black, Puerto Rican, and white youth. Although his life was short-lived, his legacy lives on, as Fred Hampton was one of the great revolutionaries of the 20th century. Amen. Amen. But um, just wanted to be able to share a little bit of uh, Black History Month. And uh, Fred Hampton was uh, was one of my favorite uh, uh, activists of that time. I got a chance to really read up on him and, and some of his... Matter of fact, I just saw the movie uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which was based on him and the uh, Panther Party. And um, it it inspired me and it made me kind of look at it like, man, because Hampton, Fred Hampton died so young. He died at 21, but he got a start into uh, activism in his, in his uh, teens like seven, sixteen, seventeen, and he was already a force to be reckoned with. So um, shout out to um, all the, you know, the activists and stuff that made it happen. Yay for Black History Month, y'all. Amen, amen. But uh, I want to get into um, the topic uh, for today. We want to make sure we get into our topic for today and our topic for today can your your mate receive or keep gifts that came from a net can your mate mate receive or keep gifts that came from an net now let me let me let me break this down uh, um so you could really understand it the thing that i'm saying is that that you know of course when we break up with people and we've been in like established relationships for a long time and and just say we accumulate things, we get gifts from people. Is it proper for you to keep that gift and carry it into your next relationship? Like just say if you took pictures and stuff if you know, with your ex and stuff and you maybe they have uh, photos with your family and stuff and all that. It could even be photos of people that are not here no more. You know, is it proper for your mate to get mad at you because you have any gifts or something? Maybe it's a pair of pants or some shoes or whatever that is very, uh, 
valuable to you? And um, is it, do you have to throw it away because your new mate is insecure about um, those situations? Um, I would I would think not. That's that's the question for for me. Is it is it proper for you to keep these gifts? Now for me, I'm a little bit more understanding of uh, pictures. You know, uh, of pictures of because um, I wouldn't want to see my wife. You know with no pictures of her ex-boyfriend, you know, pictures of ex-boyfriend. Why are you keeping those, you know? What what is it to you? Why 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 do I want to see a picture of you and your ex-boyfriend around here? You know what I'm saying? That to me I'm a little bit more understanding um of of all that cuz I I wouldn't want to see it. So, you know, I I'm definitely not that it not that it you know bother me. I don't know if my my wife got a picture of an ex-boyfriend and not easy because I don't be checking for that because it's not, it's not that important to me because I'm secure in my relationship and I know, you know, uh, uh, who my heart belongs to and who, who, you know, my wife's heart belongs to. I know we, we love each other and stuff like that, but where do you, uh, where do you put that, you know, at how do you value those type of, uh, things when it comes um, to your relationship and you know because uh, I know people look at things totally different some people are they say they're not you know dense like that they don't they don't reflect on that because you know they're confident in their relationship also but is it disrespect for you to keep idols now the one thing that I do that I would say now if if one of my wife's boyfriends were to come and try to give her a gift now, there would there would be a problem. Uh, Janine, you said I like myself on the pictures. I will cut him out. You would cut him out. Oh man, look at you. You know what? But but do you find it disrespectful? Like if you enter into a relationship and these pictures are way before you. Let's say if you if you went through your man's stuff and you seen him hugged up with you know or just just say too that that he got kids outside of you just say his ex was also a baby mama and maybe he keeping these these pictures for his kid when they grow up you know or, or something like that is that is that disrespectful is that disrespectful for him to keep them pictures or or something like that or would you mind if he just packed them up? And just explained it to you like, look, um, these pictures aren't for me. These are, I'm gonna keep these for my my kids or something. So I'm I'm just put these up, you know. Uh, maybe he'll take them to a to a, to one of those uh, U-Haul places. They won't bother you. Uh, see, that's that's what I'm uh, I'm saying because you know that's what you get when you when you deal with mature women. Uh, a immature woman wouldn't be able to deal with that, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to one day just go through, like just say I'm, my wife say, uh, "Babe, go, I, I need you to look at my drawer and find such and such for me or something," and then I go through there and I'm looking at a, a picture of my wife's, you know, ex boyfriend, ex boo or something like that, you know what I'm saying? That that type of stuff shouldn't be laying around, you know what I'm saying? Out of sight, out of mind, you know. So, 
you know, not that, you know, I'm insecure about it, but it's just the fact that, hey, what, what, what my man picture doing in your panty drawer? You know what I'm saying? Or, Stuff like that, you you know, is that your your your, your love ritual or something? I don't know, but I, I just that's just something to me. But like I said, if you want to comment on any of this, that number is six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Press that one if you want to comment. I just you know, and this is a good topic for you know. Valentine's Day. Have you ever had a, a ex that tried to, you know, tried to come and give you a Valentine's Day gift? You know, see, I'm I'm more understanding than that. You know, my stuff is out of out of sight. That's good. You know, that's good because, I, like I said, I, a lot of men we are territorial. We are territorial creatures. We don't want you pissing in our bathrooms. We don't want you to. Step across, step on our doormats and stuff like that. That's how we are. You know, you know how a dog will piss to mark his territory. That's men. We piss to mark to mark our territory. We we see another man coming around, uh, something we love. We we get to doing that DMX growl. We don't we don't we don't like that. We're very ter- territorial creatures. That's why you know, even the friends we keep. There's a there's a code without even the code being said. There's a code that we do, you know that we we won't we won't bring. <laughs> I'm just being serious. We we you know there's a there's between friends people that are truly your friends your male friends. We have it's certain codes that that you don't even have to say to the next person. You know what I'm saying? Like. Some men, we don't play that calling each other B's and H's and stuff like that. You know, that's how me and Satellite are. We don't we don't never call each other that. You know what I'm saying? But that goes without saying. We ain't never discussed it, but we just have that mutual respect for each other to know that that we wouldn't do that to each other. To all you know, mostly all I know how some people hold that type of relationship and and able to do that that you know, to have that understanding. What they said uh, uh, what's understood don't need to be explained, and and that's that's that, that thing hold true right there. But it's certain certain things you know that that we know that that we shouldn't that we shouldn't do. Like you know, hey, I, I know that I couldn't accept no gift from um from no other woman. You know, when it comes to my wife, my wife. <laughs> My wife always tell me, you know, she she got a split personality called Crazy Katie. You know what I'm saying? So I, I already know the 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 do's and don'ts. Once you have a like established relationship, you already know um what you can do and what you can't do. So um definitely I I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe it's just maybe it's just me. Have that ever happened to anybody out there? Have you ever received a gift that made, especially it made it awkward? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure you may be, you your ex may consider you, you know, the one that got away. You know, they might be still in their feelings about you. You know, it happens. It happens. But I'm not, not with me, I'm satisfied with 
the one I got, so I don't I don't look back on things. But but that don't mean that that it ain't an ex that that's in my life that may not be thinking like, hey, you know, he the one that got away. You know, uh, maybe I should maybe I should try this. Maybe I should do this. You know, um, some people don't care about rings and you know rings on other people's fingers and stuff like that. So they they'll push the limits to just try to, you know, steer you away. So, um, I don't know. But um once again, if you want to comment on any of this, that that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you if you want to comment. Um, I don't know. We got 15 uh 15 some more minutes to um to work with this topic, but like I said, um uh I think just just as well exes are 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 very important to the relationship. They they test your relationship. I guess that's one thing that I that I can say. I remember I like I done fell victim to uh, uh exes before in relationships where where, you know, I had uh, people that 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 wanted to that was with me and they were still kind of in love with their ex that's why you have to ask yourself um and i think people need to be more truthful when you get into a relationship that you know i think one of the questions that we fail to ask a lot are you truly over you know are you truly healed from uh your relationship i think we are so uh so eager to move on ourselves and 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 to have what we want that we don't even ask the questions that we should be asking you know like you know are you truly over your ex are you you know are you healed from the situation uh, what did you what did you learn in this bad situation and what are you looking forward to you know do that cuz i i don't i don't want to be caught up in one of those situations i don't want to I don't want to share mental space with somebody else that you used to be in love with. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want your, your body here with me, but your mind on the other side of town, like the soul said, you know, if I can't have all of you, I just, I don't, I don't want it. I can't play. I can't play in that type of field, you know? So I, I, I'm just wondering, you know, the same for everybody else. I know a lot of us probably fell victims like that, and that that's just a waste of time to me. You know, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't did that to to many people where where I got into relationships where I wasn't quite completely ready to uh, to let go of what I previously did. And that's why a lot of people be rebounding. You know, they get into, they, they don't look for love. They look for rebounds, uh, people to just take up space and place, um, while they heal at the same time, but they really don't. And so they really can't focus on just loving a person because they're so busy, you know, um, focusing, you know, focus on trying to heal. If they talk about them a lot, that's a red flag. You right. You right. You know what? You know what, Janine? I had to find out too. I had to find out that about my, myself. I did that. Uh, I did that in a relationship before, where 
I, I kept talking about my ex, and I know the person got so tired, tired of. I don't know. That's a, like a mechanism, you know, that you that you fall into. And that that is one of them telltale signs that they keep talking about, you know, making those comparisons and stuff like that. Hold on. You rocking with the fat cat show? What's happening? Hello. Okay, maybe he's just listening. Um, I don't know, but it's it's just it's just one of them things. Um, caller on the line if you if you want to comment, make sure you press that one. Um, I I I definitely um. I definitely fell victim to that, and, I, and, and you know, a lot of times we we learn. I think, I think when you fall in love, you have to fall. You have to. I think you have to go through. I think you have to learn. I think you got to know how to uh, uh, to love, and I think you have to learn how to how to hurt, how to hurt and uh, be hurt. I think I think you because. To me, that if you know that, then you and you a generally good person, then you know you don't want that for nobody else because you didn't want that for yourself. So I think you have to experience both sides of the coin of love. I, you know, I think you, you know, I think you, you have to, you just have to go through. And and in my life, I had to go through a lot of that. I done been the victim. I done been the victim, and I've been the, the victimizer, you know, uh, of it. So, and and after a while, you know, the older you get, the more you realize, like, hey, I did, I did wrong, I did wrong by that person. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I I look and I and I realize that a lot of my life was kind of the beginning points of my life was wasted because, you know, I was playing too many games in the beginning. And that time, if I would have just settled down with the right person, you know, uh, I could have been focusing my energy on, you know, other areas of my life. But instead I want to sit around and play these games and, and do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, one of the things when I looked at uh, Fred Hampton, and uh and in that story, y'all gotta watch that movie too. And I and I realized that that uh that early in his life, you know, he handled his business, he got down to it. And, you know, even though he died young, he died doing uh something that was meaningful, that was you know what I'm saying? And and the the earlier part of my life all I could account for is just partying, drinking, and, you know, and, you know, and I was just saying, just doing what, doing the things that I, that I wanted to do, which really amounted to nothing, you know, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me, but, like I said, if you, if anybody want to comment on any of that, my, that number is 646-564-9727. 28, make sure you press that one if you want to comment, you know. Once again, caller, if you want to uh, comment on any of this, we got eight minutes left. Um, press that one if you uh, really want to comment. I, um, I, I'm I'm definitely um, uh, thankful to um, 
I, I learned a lot. My wife, I learned a lot in my relationship. And I'm still, you know, you never get too old to just continue to learn different things about yourself and your and, and your spouse. I know one thing that my wife doesn't play about her husband. You know, she doesn't. That's one thing she let me know. It's a couple of things that I had to, that we had to iron out with each other, you know. I'm looking at obsessed right now. <laughs> wow, why are you looking at that? No, you should be looking at that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, and you know we had to we had to get through because of course in relationships you have to draw boundaries because you know a lot of people accept different things. There's a lot of um, of people that allow different things and in their relationship that that is considered i don't know if anything is considered taboo now because you got uh uh gay relationships you got you know you got people that's in a bestiality you got just all kinds of right now that's that's kind of because it was a point where even homosexuality was uh looked at as taboo but now you know it's, it's just as normal as eating apple pie now so I don't know. Then then you got uh, uh, people that with threesomes and you know and it, it's, it's polygamy and just all kinds of things is this this happening now. Even though polygamy was around for for a minute, and I mean everything, nothing is new under the sun. But I'm just saying how it's ex- more accepted now uh, than usual. It's nothing now. I think. Uh, now when people, you know, back in the day, I say about the 80s or something, you know, uh, you had, they had gay clubs, gay clubs and stuff like that. And they really, people really didn't show uh, uh, homosexuality in the open like that. You know, there was a few uh, trailblazers that that, that did, but um, but now it's it's nothing to see two men kissing or hugging or, or two women doing the same thing, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so that's just the thing. There's nothing that is really uh, taboo. So, another thing, and this is just, you know, uh, a good, you know, topic for Valentine's Day. It's on the TV TV with Beyonce. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen it before. And um I um just just right quick, I don't I don't know who Janine, you ever you ever dealt with that in a relationship where an ex tried to come back into your life and just um and you know give you that you know, give you a gift and, and I don't know you. You you've been around the block, so you know how territorial men can be, and that's that's the big question. How many times have you ran into that? Because you have men that are, uh, I can't even say that now because it used to be where she said, "Yeah, okay." Uh, it used to be where where men where it used to be only men that were brazen. and now women are. Are even more brazen than than um than men. 
they're even more brazen than men. So it's like, man, like what? You know? Me, I was I was never really um I was never really into aggressive women like that. Aggressive women always kind of like intimidated me a little bit because I always wanted to be the aggressive aggressive species, you know. I was always that 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 apex predator, you know. So if a woman gave me that back back in the day, I didn't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Really didn't know how to deal with it. I was always felt like I was backed up in the corner. And I and I I ran into a couple of aggressive women in my life, and they'd always like turned me in a different direction. I didn't know how to to handle a woman being aggressive uh, with me. You know, and so it was it was just one of them things, you know. I don't know. I would have loved to have had my my co host on here, but hey, you know, things happen and, and here we go. But I, I enjoyed this time um with all my um people that tuned in today um to help make this show a success. But uh we're down to our last couple of minutes and we want to thank everybody thank you Janine I want to thank every 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 single person that tuned in tonight and I want to say once again happy happy Valentine's Day and uh, you know like I said focus on loving the one you with you know don't make don't make it all about a day. Uh, treat this day as if, as if it's every day. And you know, if, if you happy Valentine's Day to you, today, treat this day like it's every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, work on strengthening your yourself. Every day you should work on things that that you know you can get stronger with and better with your relationship. Um, fix those weak areas in your relationship where you know that you can do uh, better. And, you know, it's one day at a time. We're not all perfect people. We not, we'll never be, you know, always, you know, uh, the person that we, we can be every day. But at least we can try hard to do those right things. And I know it's a lot that I need to work on, and I'm just thankful to God that I have a, a wife that is, that is able to deal with, you know, me and my imperfections. So that's when you know you got that person that that uh, truly loves you and you love them. So, like I said, enjoy this day and uh, thank the Lord for what you got right now. Very, very, very important to, to thank the Lord thankful for what you got right now. God will bless you in all the areas that you need to be blessed in. You gotta remember that. You know, if you're not thankful for what you got, God ain't gonna bless you with Well, let me say it like this. If you're not thankful for the little things, God is not gonna bless you in the big things of your life. So just always remember that. Always be humble and appreciative for what you got. Because Remember, there's always somebody out there that's doing worse than you are. Amen. That's all I got to say for today. Anyway, y'all, um, we up out of here. Peace. 
enjoy your day. We are home.